What's up, everyone? Welcome to Barcelona episode. It is Barcelona. Do you know it's crazy thing? It's been a year oh since my we gosh. went to our first race. Yeah, because our first race was Barcelona last year. And I've got the worst memory, but obviously Barcelona, I can't forget that. No, so every right. time it comes to a race, I'm just like, oh, so many races they just pile up on top of each other. But Barcelona's one where it hits home. It's like, wait a minute, exactly a year ago is when it started. Yeah, and now when we look at it, back at it. It's like, wow, it's been a year. But sometimes when you look back at the time, you're like, nah, it's not been a year. But if you said back then, like, oh, see you in a year, I would have thought like, nah. Never seen you again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> not if you guys knew what I have to live with. <laughs> but, wow. Yeah. So that'll be a special episode one day. Well, yeah, I've probably got too much to say in that. And I'm probably the only one talking on that because <laughs> you have no issues with me because but, it's me. Exactly. I'm perfect. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Race? I was just going to say race or quality. What are we going to start with? Or just Barcelona? I think Barcelona is a special race for us because we just love it because of, that's where it started, right? So it's, it's a bit different to the other ones. Yeah, because you know, even when I look back at like, all the drivers posting stuff and just like everyone everywhere posting about Barcelona, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that part. I remember yeah. that part. And do you know, even the where they were posting how the drivers walked from the car park to their paddocks. Yes. Like, I remember that part clearly. <laughs> that's where I met all the drivers. But yeah. It's can... strange because like every week we're always like, oh, a couple of weeks break or there's maybe no race this week or Imola cancelled. But with Barcelona, I'm just like, feels like yesterday. <laughs> feels like yesterday we were yeah, there. Actually does, yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Times works weird like that. But that's why you got to make the memories not save money who needs to save money man yeah money exactly. you can earn back I say that for when you need it the most like, oh my god <laughs> oh, I just spent like 20 grand on such and such not that I have yeah but you, when you look back at it it's always worth it right when you look back at Barcelona I'm never thinking like oh it's so expensive oh I've never thought of it like that exactly literally I'm not, like, I know exactly. how much it was but I've never thought of like okay it, was, it wasn't even pricey exactly it wasn't but even if it was I wouldn't be thinking like, oh man I shouldn't have done that it just felt like that was keeping Barcelona in mind. One second. Yeah. Obviously, last year after Barcelona it was Monaco, right? Yes. How much do you think a Monaco Grand Prix cost a weekend in Monaco? Depends. There's so many variables. Are you staying in Monaco for it? Because I know a lot of people. Like, yeah, stay you're staying in Monaco. France yeah. yeah. No, oh travel. no, we're not doing that thing of oh, trains and <laughs> no, all of that. Just you're in Monaco. How much do you think it costs? Oh man. Okay, I'm comparing it to Barcelona because that that's the. Base, baseline I've got because I know how much that costs but then you got to keep in mind Monaco is like one of and the biggest races yeah, of the year as well it for Barcelona for uh, Monaco but oh man like I'd say f- wait including race tickets hotel flights everything yeah your Monaco trip if you're going Monaco how much does it cost just for the you? weekend Friday, Saturday, Sunday <laughs> yeah if you, you're you going Monaco with food everything four four thousand pounds really anyway <laughs> no? sorry wait is that with grandstand <laughs> tickets it's not about grants. I'm just going to tell you what. Basically, Kim Kim Ilman, yeah, has got this on Instagram and his YouTube as well. He's put out how much a Monaco weekend costs. So if you're catching flights, I didn't even see that from London to Monaco. Yeah, firstly you can't catch a direct flight because there's no airport in Monaco. Yeah. So basically, your private jet from <laughs> London to Nice, five seater. Costs eight thousand seven hundred euros. Private jet. Wait, I didn't know who was gonna do private jet. It doesn't matter. You said you said your price, and that's that. <laughs> I don't know why you said that part, but already at your budget. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. eight thousand seven hundred. I don't mean your budget. Wait, but stop. Four your... thousand, not even my budget. I would not pay that much for Monaco. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. I thought that was like a conservative estimate, but clearly not. Okay, one second. His video was. I may have changed the word slightly there. It was called. A millionaire's guide to Monaco. Oh, come but anyway, on. <laughs> I am gonna finish this off. Yeah, a private jet costs eight thousand seven hundred euros from London to Nice, and from Nice, obviously, you wouldn't catch a taxi because you're a millionaire. So you catch your helicopter. Again, I think it's got three or four seats, depending on who you're flying with. Eight hundred ninety euros, and then you get to Hotel de Paris. Wait, that's from Nice to Monaco. That's not even long. That's seven minute ride. That's a seven minute helicopter ride. That's not my kind of thinking of. Do you remember one time I said to you, oh yeah, we're going to Saudi Arabia. That's going to, the flight's this much. But then if we caught a f- private jet to Monaco, it, it's only going to be like four grand. Yeah, I remember. But sometimes I like to like, 
When I want to get somebody to go somewhere or do something, oh, that I'm private like, jet oh, yeah. price. That's for the whole jet, like not per person, is it? Oh no, that's for the whole okay. jet. That's five seat jet. Oh, okay, so then you can split it five ways. Okay, I'm just yeah, a grand and a half each. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, doable. Still... <laughs> it is doable, but yeah, then um, Hotel de Paris, Monaco weekend. Guess how much the hotel cost? What stars is it? Is it like a? It's it's on the track. The hotel is on the track. Oh basically. gosh. Two a thousand fifteen hundred pound a night. Anyway, I don't know why you're saying like such low numbers. You should be no. like inflating it with like oh, 10 grand or 20 grand. The hotel for three nights cost 43,000 euros, 36,000 pounds. Yeah, I live in a bubble. I'm, I'm so and, <laughs> Yeah. Obviously, you can always watch the race from, I guess, one of the windows, but then you're there. And why would you, you're a millionaire. Why would you actually sit at the yeah, hotel I need window to put and watch your back in, yeah. race from there? It's tough. It's tough. But, being a millionaire. I know. It's so tough to, deciding where you're going to go. And, you don't want to be standing around just at the hotel. But that's not race tickets. Oh, God. And plus, you're not getting race tickets. You're getting paddock pass. No. No? More than that? Is there more than that? You have your yacht, this park, wherever. Oh, if it's not your yacht, you obviously book yourself on a yacht because that's what they do on Monaco weekends. You can book yourself on a yacht for three days and then that's your yacht you go to. Not just Can you, you sleep on the yacht as well? I don't know if you can sleep there because obviously you wouldn't have to have get a hotel. Yeah, because I was going to say, take that hotel budget down. That yacht is 13,500 euros. Yeah, I wasn't going to ever guess that. Yeah. That was a millionaire's price. No. Coming down from cloud nine, how much would you spend on Monaco? How much would I spend? Okay, like, even, I'm trying to ignore those inflated figures because they're millionaire prices, right? Not even that, that, that's just if you've just got money to waste and, like, yeah, whatever. But, But can I just say, before you actually give me your price, there was another uh, video or little post he did about uh, basically somebody sent him a receipt of their like two cans of cokes. I don't oh, know if it was yeah. cans of bottles. Like two cokes were like the drink coke were uh, forty four euros. Yeah, I saw that. So one. now gone. How much? Um, how much would I spend for just the weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? You don't have to. Spend. How much do you think it's acceptable to spend in Monaco race weekend? Like I'm gonna say a thousand pounds. What are you getting in that? I'm going to say £1,000. Walking up and down just around Monaco? Yeah, you get you can get a race ticket within that. You can. You can. You can get a race ticket, I'll say like five, £600. But I feel Monaco. like, you know, with Monaco, I feel like if I ever got Monaco, yeah. I want the whole Monaco experience rather than just being like, oh being yeah, there. Monaco race. Because <laughs> the race in Monaco, it's not about the race. Monaco is never about the race. Yeah. Obviously, we like on TV, it's about the race, it's about quality, it's about everything. It's such, it's such a big thing. Yeah. When you're there... It's about the lifestyle. It's about, whoa, like, this is comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone here is comfortable. So... But I don't know. I don't think I could bring myself to spend that much on just a weekend anyway. I don't think I could do If you it. had that kind of money, you wouldn't care. Yeah, t- you say that, but... Yeah, we'll never... We might know one day, inshallah. <laughs> yeah, inshallah. Really. But... But then again, obviously... It just it's, feels crazy. Even saying it now, it just feels crazy, man. I, don't know, I think it's that when you've got too much money, it's like, where else are you going to spend it? Yeah, I hear it. I just hear sit it. on it and do what? That's why you can't really blame them, like, the kind of people... I'm not that... blaming no one. <laughs> no, you can't really look at them weird for, like, spending that much on a weekend. Well, a lot of them... Uh, that's it. just... I guess that's certain people spending it like that, if anybody's spending it like that. Yeah. Sorry about that technical difficulty. But uh, anyway, certain people are spending like that if there is anyone who spends that. But a lot of the other times, you are invited to the race. Yeah. Everything yeah, yeah, is yeah. invitation and everything for you is sorted. Yeah. Hotel, everything. That I, I'm sure the teams get it for different money, but it's that thing of Monaco. The, I guess the attendance is what, 30,000, 36,000? Is it about that? It's, it's about really, that, yeah. But yeah, whereas really other races, it's like hundreds. Yeah, because there's not really much general admission space. Even yeah. Got, yeah. So it's that thing of hundreds of thousands of people. On a racetrack, everything costs different. But whereas if you're in Monaco, whereas you're paying for Monaco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the whole attraction of it. Yeah. I hear it. It is a unique one. Yeah. But I w- yeah, I would not have guessed those numbers. Yeah, moving really on nice. from that, Monaco part. In Spain... Barcelona weekend, hotel flights. If we spent money, like I said, if we spent money on <laughs> eating out and whatever, like everything literally costs that. 
less than a grand and a half each. Even yeah, that you could was, easily do it less than Without that. holding it back. Like, we were not like, oh, yeah, oh, no, this, this, this. Literally, it was like... That was like going all out. Literally, yeah. Yeah. It was a grand and a half each, and that was... Yeah, I compared that to Monaco, that I'm just thinking, wow. Yeah, like, in exactly. Monaco, you're, that's like you're getting, like, where are you, what are you doing with that money in Monaco? Yeah. You're running out in a day. Especially if it was like last year. when Last year was when it rained, right? In Monaco. Mon- so the it whole, was, yes. Yeah, the whole race was ruined, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Just having spent yeah, that would money hurt. And that then, would hurt a lot. Yeah. Unless you literally didn't care about money. Which, like, you'd have to be like that to spend that much in the first place anyway. Yeah. Moving on from other people's spending habits. <laughs> yeah, back to reality. Yeah. Barcelona, uh, um, qualifying. Mate, it made me feel, it, it made me miss it straight away. As soon as I saw qualifying, because when we went, there was, it was all about Max. I think we saw so many grandstands where there was Orange Army everywhere. But this time, seeing on TV, all the Aston Martin hats, because obviously Alonso is Spanish, Barcelona. It felt like, oh, this is a different vibe. Everyone's coming together just to support Alonso. This is quite, quite nice. I felt like that was because obviously now he's in a better car. Yeah, Last definitely. year, it was because he was Alpine, it's like, oh yeah, they would still support him because it's his home race. But then it's that thing of, there was no expectation. Yeah, there's not like, oh, he's going to win it, or he's going to do this, or he's going to do that. But this year, it's like, well, he's in an Aston Martin. And they're doing He's in good. a fast car. They're close. Yeah. But clearly not. Yeah, that So many teams, um, teams just messed up left, right, and center here. Yeah. It's like, okay, you've got your upgrades, but then... I feel like, do you think, because of Imola being cancelled, that's where most of the teams wanted to bring their upgrades, right? Yeah. So they would have had, like, been able to get the experience from using them there. They would have been a bit better now. But because this is like the first real race, because Monaco doesn't really count for upgrades, yeah. right? Yeah, this is the first time they're using them, so it's kind of like set them back a couple of races. So I think that probably showed a little bit. Maybe. But then, when the upgrades were installed, like in Imola, what was it meant to do? Just uh, then see if it's going to work or not? I don't know. I feel like they would have got used to the car a bit more. Because Mercedes didn't have problems like that. This is the thing, though. Let's go. Should we go back to Quali first? Go on. The race. Um, so Quali. That was like apparently that was that one of the best qualies in like. It says, it's years. because so many things happened in quali, as in like okay, the Mercedes crashed into each other. Pierre Gasly got two penalties coming in each other's way. The rain, that, that penalty, patch the Alonso was... penalty. I mean the Gasly penalty. Do you see when Alonso called it again? Yeah, do you know that one <laughs> thing? I'm like he's just loving it so much. He's literally like, oh yeah, you're in the race. He's like tell Lance not to worry. Yeah. I'm only cu- closing up, but something now he's in. He's so comfortable. And he knows he's a he's in a good car and. It's just having fun now. He's it's just not even really like, relaxed. oh, well, yeah. oh my God, I need to catch up a position. It's like, nah, when I get to it, I'll do it. I'll, it'll happen because my car's good. And he's just like, yeah, that's a three, a three space penalty. Three. Yeah, when he called that, I was like, come on, man. It's like, because I saw a lot of memes. They were like, Inspector Seb is gone. He's retired. But now it's like Stuart Alonso, who's just like calling things, watching TV, calling the right calls at the right time. Gosh. Yeah, so it was nice. Um, but yeah, Quali, when I saw Q1, Charles out, I was like, what? Yeah, at that what? part, I was thinking that even at the end, I was just thinking, oh, he'll just get, he'll make it. Like, it's that thing, because yeah. you know, a lot of times it's that thing when they're in the bottom five, that last lap they're doing, it's like, whoop, they just shot in the top five. Yeah, they'll do one great yeah, lap. I was expecting before. that, and it's like, nope, not today. And I thought, that's a bit weird. And then in Q2, it happened as well, because it was George and Checo. Yeah. I was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong with this track, or something's going really really weird but I think it was a bit of everything in, it's that thing of there was a little rain a spot of rain where everybody was spinning out but then Checo's car was not good I, I feel like this week Checo's car was not good up to it it just didn't it didn't look right yeah I don't know I don't know what there was what's changing that car but it needs to go back to what it was I was hoping I was holding out till Barcelona week because I was like oh we know he's great at street tracks we know like all of these points like not going to get carried Ooh, away I just thinking, Barcelona think? is the first test and he failed it for me, man. Yeah, my, even, as you say that, it's like a realisation that's just kicking in, is it? Now, on tracks, if Canada, Checo doesn't do good, that just means... It's over. It's Max has got that car and that's that. And he's making... I know there's anything That car's fast and Max is making that car even faster. That's Whereas if Checo thing. doesn't do good on the tracks, like on the circuits, it's like, well, you can put yourself in a fast car. It's still... You've got I to think make it work. That's probably what it's showing. I think a lot of people would... If they're not Max fans, they'd probably be saying like, oh, it's just the car, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's in the fastest car. What do you expect? Because you've got Checo, who, let's be fair, is actually a good driver. He's not like a nobody. 
and he's None not getting anywhere near the same amount out of it as Max is. So it's just that's true. It's showing like the driver quality, and I don't think like they're tailoring the car that much towards Max. No, but it's only the start of season. Be. If they were, somebody would have come out and said it already that oh yeah, it's exactly. they're doing that. But then if they did that, that would just cause problems in the team anyway. But it's that thing. I feel like I'm not that of a harsh critic from Max. Yeah. Am I? No, I was agreeing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you'd be sarcastic when you when I look at you, but no. But it's that thing, do you know? But then I don't like just get on the bandwagon every time. It's like, oh yeah, Max is doing so well. Let's get on Max. But then now I feel like I appreciate it so much more that he's the one making that car. It's got to the point where you can't like so good. You can't avoid it if you try to look at other excuses or reasons as to why he's doing so well. It's just it's reality. It's not just the car. You can't just put it on the car and be like, oh yeah, that's like a fast car. And a lot of times people do say, oh yeah, um, everyone has equal machinery, and then let's see what the drivers can do. Yeah, you can say that, but then. They can work on it, but then Max is making that car go so much further. Yeah. I think, obviously, Checo's in that car. We'll only see, like, hopefully Max stays around for a while. I know there's, he's always talking about retiring early, but I think we've still got a few years. It'll be nice to see him with different teammates. But then, obviously, I'm thinking, like, if you put someone new in that Red Bull car, people are going to be like, oh, he needs time to get used to the car, give him a couple of seasons, and then see how No, not co- Oh, wow. A couple of seasons too long. Yeah, you don't have that much time. A no, couple of races. About maximum four races, because everyone's in, a, everyone's in a good car. Yeah. Every team out there, the speed is good, everything is good. There's nothing that says, okay, let them get used to a fast car, because yeah. had their team upgraded and got fast overnight or over a week or two, would they have trouble? Exactly. That's what you're there for. You need yeah. to be. Used a lot of to times, I know it, that thing of okay, let them get used to it. It would not take such a long time to get used to a car, literally. Yeah, yeah. When new teammates come in, which they are going to come in for Red Bull when Checo gets replaced, I'm not saying he's going to happen this year or next year, but eventually, we yeah. all know eventually Checo's going to go and Max is still going to be there. That we teammate. Hope. We hope because, like, if I put my Red Bull hat on, this is like perfect scenario, isn't it? Because Checo's getting decent points for the team and Max is just winning everything it's like no fighting Whereas i don't want there to be fights if but we go back to quali and see the mercedes when you got two top top drivers one second before we move on from red bull i don't it's not about the fight it's about just the challenge of okay they're both good and they both can do this yeah yeah, yeah. for us for, for the first four races it was like okay yeah they're both good they both can do this but then that's because okay it's street circuits only yeah checo is good at street circuits you want that thing whole or all around the year. So we need another Max in that second seat. We, not Red Bull though. That's the problem. That's fine. Red Bull probably wants it as well. The more, the more chance... No, that's what I'm having... saying. I don't think they want it. So I don't think we'll get it. I think we'll get it eventually. Like, in a couple of years. The next... Uh, it depends who they sign next, but... That's what I'm saying. I, I can I see want them to, like, getting get ahead Yuki. of myself. And I can see it. them getting Yuki or someone like that. Yeah, I wouldn't like that. Exactly. Yeah, I like Yuki, but in an AlphaTauri. Yeah. I don't like Yuki in a Red Bull. Man, if it's down to me, I say put Lewis in that Red Bull. Let him, let him get that eighth. Or at least have It's not down to you, is it? But that's not going to happen. Because you're saying that that's never going to happen. <laughs> I know, but that's what I'm saying if it was down to me. Not just down to you. If you lived in a perfect world that, okay, no. it was like nobody remembers and everybody has a fish memory and then <laughs> nobody remembers anything and it's just like, oh yeah, what's happening today? Today... Charles Leclerc is driving for Ferrari on next season. Oh, he's back at Mercedes. Uh, not back at Mercedes, sorry. He's at Mercedes. And then the year after, it's like, oh, well, he went back to Ferrari. That's the, if nobody remembered anything. It can Literally. happen. I've seen crazier things happen. No, I haven't. <laughs> anyway, I was talking about Red Bull, but now I forgot what I was saying. We move on. Appreciating Max, that's what you're saying. And that's appreciation enough. <laughs> Go on, Mercedes. Yeah, um, like because we were saying, like we want another second driver that's going to push Max. But we saw that with Mercedes a couple of times now. George and Lewis, obviously, they're not, they haven't got the strongest car, so it doesn't matter too much when they have these close calls. But them being so close, Mercedes are being able to manage it very well. Ferrari, we know their two drivers are good, but they're nowhere near the top, so no one looks at it. it doesn't matter. Red Bull, would they want two close drivers like that? Probably not. I'd lean towards no. 
They wouldn't want infighting like it happened. Do you know when it was Daniel Ricardo and Max? Yeah, exactly. There's, there's too much tension everywhere. But then it was the same thing when it was Nico Rosberg and Lewis Hamilton in a Mercedes as well. Yeah, but would teams teams will try to avoid that, surely. Yeah. Yeah. But then everyone's always banging on about entertainment. Is that not entertainment enough? Yeah, only but that's what I'm saying from the fans' point of view. But from the teams, I do not expect them to care about our entertainment. Yeah. Mate, Christian Horner will be more than happy if he can win the next ten championships with no challenger like this. That's true. But yeah, um sorry, back to Quali. That little touch, what did you make of it? George and Lewis. Okay, whose fault was it? You I just asked was... me, let me answer my part. <laughs> okay, anyway, I just heard your answer, but let me just say, um, what happened was basically, when George came in, uh, sorry, not came in, when, when, after, when I heard George's radio, he obviously said that no one told me, he's, you didn't tell me he's there. Yeah. And then, it just, I think, because it was so close to the end of Quali, it was almost like, okay, Quali's finished. I was actually waiting. Do you know when Q2 finished? I was thinking, did I miss something off the crash? Like, where is the crash? Like, Okay, I say that when I watch <laughs> I watched it back. That's how that way is a crash. Because I'd seen the crash online first. And then when I went home, I was like, I was watching quality after. I didn't watch it live. But yeah, and when I was watching, I was thinking, what did I miss? But then it happened so late that that's why. Okay, anyway, I'm just jumping. <laughs> my thoughts are all over the place right now. I was going to say, yeah, what are you saying? So what actually happened was, obviously, George was on his... George was about to do the last lap. So he was getting... The Ferrari was in front of him, right? Yeah, he was going to slipstream. And Lewis was just behind him, but I don't know. Did you, do you think Lewis saw the Ferrari out there? Because you must know there's another car there. You don't just see George. You yeah, must but have you seen see George car. move out. You see George move to the right. So what? What do you want Lewis to do? George even came out. So on his radio, he said, "Like, sorry, yeah, I don't know what happened. His mistake." He said that, but then they didn't yeah. tell him there was another car behind. Yeah, but he's got wing mirrors, bro. That's what they're I'm, there for. Everyone's, yeah, but. Oh, no, you got to have more awareness. You can't use that, I didn't know a car was behind me. I don't like yeah, that I'm, excuse because okay, yeah. you're on a track. What do you expect? I understand that, but then I feel like, nah, it, I don't want to blame George for that. I don't think it was George's fault. I don't think it's a blame thing, but I know he came out and just said it was his fault. So that's that's it. Okay, he can say him, that right? he was probably being the bigger man there, but... No, I, don't, <laughs> I think he was just being I do honest. not think it was George's fault, but... No, because... You can't... Wait, 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 stop. No, no, no. We can't go past that. You can't say you don't think it was George's fault when George said it was his fault. That's my opinion. I don't care. No. <laughs> so you're calling George a liar then? You're saying George is wrong? No, he's... No, what he is... Stop, no, doing, I, stop I, sitting on the fence. I'm, that's not sitting on the fence. I'm just saying, no, George is not to be blamed for this. I'm not blaming so Lewis for it Lewis either. Lewis sitting on the fence? He's thinking. I was just thinking right now. How am I thinking, who am I going to blame for it? No, I'm just thinking like... Um, I know, just blame science. He was in the Ferrari ahead, surely. Just blame him. That had nothing to do with him. Like, Good. How dare you tell, like, sure. mention him in this <laughs> blaming conversation? But anyway, I'm thinking, who's... It are you blaming George's George? fault. Yes, it was not a bad crash. It's yeah, it wasn't bad. It was, and it was at the end as well. So that's why I was like, there's no drama around it. No, it's easy mistake. It happens. But if you're going to say someone needs to do better in that situation, it's George. George needs to be more aware and know what he's doing. Because he moved to the right and then moved back to the left. Because he was catching the slipstream and then... Yeah, fair Just enough. when it was time to take on the Ferrari, he was like, oh, let me go around. Yeah, cool. But then when you move left, look. That's your that's your responsibility. Okay. My... But that, that whole thing... I'm I don't not saying think I accept bad... it, but okay. That's acceptable. <laughs> but yeah, that crash, like, it gave you a little bit of excitement in the moment. But then you just remember, these Mercedes are not good enough to fight for a championship. Yeah, if they fight for a championship, so I'd be like, wow, matter. yes, it doesn't matter whose fault it is, go for it. Yeah. I still say that, but... No, but then I think with George and Lewis, there's no... Even if there was drama behind the scenes, we're never going to hear of it because that team is not competing for a championship right it's now. It's literally it. Like, everything that's going wrong with Ferrari is... If you look at Ferrari compared to last year, I think they're still having... The same problems, if not just as bad. Yeah, Ferrari's as last got year. issues, but nobody cares because but we, I don't want to talk about Ferrari's issues like in detail because I feel like every episode, every time we speak, it's like Ferrari's got issues. Yeah, it's getting to the stage, but how Ferrari needs to fix this issues, and I don't know how they're going to fix it, when they're going to fix it, but I guess we'll just come back to Ferrari when they fix their stuff and when they've won. Like they've got some time because there's only. F- like six races in. We can't keep saying that. Every race, even after 15 races, we're going to be like, oh, it's, it's like no, still 10 After 10, 10 races, races that's the cutoff for me. 
10 races is enough to know what you're doing, get upgrades through and actually do good strategies because don't even start me on the Ferrari strategy again. The race was bad enough, but the strategy was even worse. Hmm. Also, I think their drivers don't, we said this last time as well, their drivers don't speak out loud enough in a way that it's like, oh yeah. No, they do. What is Carlos literally doing? did this whole race. He was like, by, he started P2, right? So he had a great starting position, good race, started on the soft tyres as well, I think. So good strategy. Um, got to the point where Mercedes were picking him off and he was just like, right, just tell me how to beat Checo when we're near the end of this race. That's that's our fight. And then what did what did the engineer say back to him? Okay. And they did nothing. Like compared to Mercedes, they so, picked. Okay, what need, what do you think Ferrari needs? What does Ferrari need? They need Except Christian me. Horner. They need Christian Horner. I told you. That was like literally me versus Christian Horner. That was like too fast. Okay, <laughs> I know who won that fight. No one needs to say it. Christian, <laughs> I had to just to make sure there's no confusion. Well, you could have left it and then in a few months' time or whenever I could have said, "Yeah, well, I know I won that." <laughs> nah, I'm not letting you do that to my boy. But, any, what do you, but they what does need, need? They need too much, man. They need a fast car. They need no, not, a not, property. It's not even the car no more. Do you know what? It's not about the car. No, the top car has dropped off a lot. Though. It I has. But I feel that. like it's the team. It's the team as a whole, not the drivers. They've got the drivers. Yeah, got the drivers, drivers are there. They. I don't know what they need. What? It's that thing of how do you? It's not. It's not the improving the car. It's how do you go so backwards, when everyone else is getting a little bit better. A little bit quicker, slowly, slowly, slow progress. And Ferrari were the best last year. I feel like it's that thing, Ferrari has this, thing, it, it, I don't know if it's the thing of... Entitlement. I was just going to say, it's that, yeah, the history is there with the team. Yeah, so no man. matter what we do, regardless of how bad it is... We're too big to fail. We're it's here. Literally we're, like literally, we're never getting out of this so, and no one's ever going to write us off. Yeah. Uh, it's because We should have written off Ferrari by now. Yeah. Is this their name that's keeping them up there? Yeah, it's, that, they're not it's even... a Ferrari, it's the legend, it's the, the everything that comes with the team, the name. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, Ferrari, Ferrari. It's sad. Wow. So that's another year gone. Literally down the drain. Literally. Like, you're wasting the years of those drivers. They're so capable of winning so much more than just P3s and P4s and P5s and P10s. Just about podiums, yeah. It's, it's a shame. And then... Especially because last year it was all about Ferrari. I think maybe that pressure got to them. Maybe that got to their heads. They believed their own hype too much because they might have expected to just fight Red Bull. They're behind Aston Martin and Mercedes already. Just yeah, right now, Ferrari. Like, now, do you know, just the other day I was thinking, okay, if you look at the teams, who's fighting who? Red Bull is just in its own world. They're fighting. Well, I would say, yeah, Max other. is in his own world. And then if we're going to try to find some entertainment, then Checo is fighting maybe the Mercedes. Maybe Alonso. Yeah, but I don't see that as a really fight. I was when I yeah. talk about team, it's team wise. I see okay, Red Bull's just in its own league. Yeah. Cause then it's like Mercedes versus Aston Martin. Sometimes Ferrari might come in there. But Alpine are just there a as good well. Week. So but then like Alpine, yeah, Alpine's the next one. Though. I feel like, it, but then I feel like there's Alpine's on the third step for me. Yeah. The first step, obviously, Red Bull's on it. Second is Mercedes and Aston Martin. Sometimes Ferrari jumps up and then. I don't know, somehow the team pulls it back down to the third step. It's like, <laughs> no, your space is here. And then who else is there on the third step with Aston Martin? Over there. Sometimes, depends. Because I don't know, like, do you know now, when you look at it, Ocon and Gasly, they're doing really well. And they're very consistent with yeah, it. Yeah, it's well. not even, like before it used to be, okay, it was McLaren versus Alpine, right? That whole shift has just changed this year. And we thought it was going to go the other way because Alonso was leaving Alpine. Yeah. So it's like, dangerous like what's but then i feel like i did but... say in one of the episodes that i just hope not in a bad way but then i did kind of hope that mclaren did bounce down a little bit and alpine just won it a little bit just because of all the how they treated yeah. daniel ricardo situation yeah. but that's just me not everyone has to agree with that but hey that's just it worked out yeah but then i feel bad for lando <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh man lando <laughs> that's one thing that literally it's like wow that lando was like Fast. The little ray of joy from that quality day. Because, like, everything was so random. You know when you see Charles, George, and Checo out, not into Q1? Yeah. You think that's three spots that should normally be always be in Q1. So that must be three random drivers that have made it up to Q1, right? In their place. But 
the grid is like I tried but to look at it's not Q1. justice to say uh, uh, that's because the McLaren with the with Lando has not made it out of Q2 before no not it? for McLaren I was just saying for those three drivers I've, I expect to see some random names that I don't normally see in Q1 but like the grid is so strong everyone looked like they're good enough to be in Q1 so it's like it literally comes down to how good the car is because so many all of the drivers are so so strong yeah and Lando yeah he, he did say like he didn't know where that came from he'll take it even mclaren just sat, went and sat there and just said yeah we don't know where that came from it was, obviously it's nice to see it there but then it's great yeah in the race i kind of, i think it's kind of expected okay they're just going to fall back but then i guess it was the crash with lewis as well that okay that's just sitting back so much because he was next to carlos it does excite that's you right. a little bit that okay wow lando's back up there yes lando's got this i think because yeah even uh even alonso and lewis like when they did their final laps they said they messed up a little bit on like the same turn at one point and they went wide that's why they couldn't get p2 and i was thinking all right so even the grid knows just don't look at p1 like that's just max (laughs) (laughs) they're aiming for p2 and then i was like yeah i'm gonna take that approach as well so at turn one you're always looking at p1 p2 right i was like just leave max i was looking at p2 p3 which was carlos and lando i was like that's that's gonna be a good fight that's gonna be like our new front grid because just ignore max and then we didn't get that because i feel like we're missing out so much just because the team's are kind of not I guess they're, they're doing their part but I don't want to just like be like okay yeah let me appreciate everyone because there comes a time where it's like no how did McLaren get so bad how did Ferrari mess up so much Alpine's gotten so much better Aston Martin's gotten so much better it's that thing of yeah man had McLaren did done really well with everything this year and had a good car we could have seen Lando versus Carlos yeah that would have been like such like a re- perfect written scenario yeah with, Carlando back yeah right coming from like the same team going their own ways now coming back against each other and seeing how it in goes in similar sort of yeah machinery yeah that would be nice, nice but, but scenarios 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 looks like Carlos made the right decision just about got out of there but then now Ferrari are dragging him but then at that time well. didn't feel like a right one it was like oh wow they lost Carlos but then obviously at that yeah. time it wasn't a big deal for me because I was like well Daniel Ricciardo's coming in. That's why Carlos had to go. Yeah, tell. yeah. But that's crazy. You yeah. win some, you lose some. But sometimes when you lose, you lose so hard that you're like, "Wow, that win was not a win." Yeah. <laughs> but in the like, for the positive side of the race, like Mercedes with the upgrades looking really strong, like you said, that start from George as well, that was incredible. That was like one of the best starts I've seen for a long time. And I know he went off track. At the start, but you say that even off, but you know now I've realised. Uh, obviously, back, now when you go back off, it's yeah. the obviously there's like a, a it's the bollard you got to go off around yeah, yeah, and yeah. stuff. Most places have if there's like a, a place that the car can just go and cut a corner or cut a massive part of the track from, there's bollards or there's cones there that you got to go around to make up, yeah, to make it fair. So when you come back, join on. Obviously, they were looking for a penalty for him if he's going to get it, but then he'd no, actually done the right thing. Off, yeah, he went off in and came back on in the same position where he went off pretty yeah. much. Like, because he took Piastri just before yeah, he went off. Exactly. So I thought, oh, when I saw he'd made like five positions straight away on lap one, I was like, oh, it must be because he went off. Must have <laughs> cheated. And then I watched it back. I was like, oh, that is actually great driving. It was actually like... So we need to see him in P2. That's what I want to see. Because his reactions off the line are incredible. He, he might be the one that can bring it to Max. Especially at the gonna. start. Especially at the start of the race. I said last time to you that as well, one guaranteed world champion on that grid is yeah but George. i'm saying this season i want to i want to see him up there because yeah, i guess mercedes upgrades have helped given everybody hope of them being up there i don't want to say jump just ahead of everything and say okay giving max and red bull the competition i think red bull is beyond that right now it's like it's gone too far ahead but then yeah this year they I'm play it down by saying obviously when the penalties come in I don't think that's going to slow him down. You know, like Christian said the other day, like, I mean, or after the race, like Mercedes was still 23 seconds behind. Even yeah. if the penalties come, like, how much do you expect to close that gap? This is with their upgrades, with their, one of their strongest races so far. And yeah. they're still 26 seconds behind. I guess that thing of, unless Max is DNFing, DNFing, <laughs> <laughs> unless Max has DNF, no one's winning that race. Because he's just like, He's just so in control of everything as well. He enjoys being out in front by himself. Yeah. It's like... So, uh, this, when he got the black and white flags, I was, yeah. thinking, you know, I was thinking, if he just gets a penalty just for the fun of it, I'd be like, wow. That's <laughs> you call winning a championship. It's just be like, yeah. 
What happened? Oh, I'm getting a penalty. Oh, is that enough? Oh, they should have been a bit harsh on me. I did think that, yeah, like that would be funny. And I was like, why is like the engineer taking it so seriously? But then afterwards they said like, if there was any sort of flag or something, that penalty would have been a huge problem. Because if they bunched everyone together, can't really yeah, make that's true as well. five seconds. I didn't think of it like that. So I get why his engineer I was frustrated. I didn't either until you said it right now. But you, yeah, that makes sense. You know, during the race, when it got, I can't remember what lap it was, but I was watching it with my sister and she's like, oh, we need rain. Because like, this race is boring. We need rain to make it interesting. And then George's radio message comes through and he said it so confidently. He's like, reporting rain at this corner. Turn five. <laughs> Turn five, <laughs> reporting rain. And we both looked at each other like, wow, is this what... going to be, is this like prayers answered? Like in this moment, literally going to make it interesting. And I think that's when he called that and they pit Checo. So they pit Max first. Then George made the Do you know call. when they did that, when the pit happened, I was actually thinking, oh wow, that's literally like last race. Was it not last race? When was it that they pit Checo or Max? One of the Red Bulls pitted them when just before something. Yeah, just before something happened. Baku. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh wow, you could have. George has just said that, and you could have just waited a lap, like, a lap yeah, it to see helped. it, and then you could see all the teams. The principal. Also, you saw Christian Horner doing it the most, but then <laughs> everyone's just checking for rain. Like, where is that rain? George is reporting. Yeah. And Christian just turned on? around and put his hand out. He's like, yeah. is he? He made a face as well. And like, after, what's he like, yeah. And then they pit Checo just after that, and my sister was like oh, they're trying to sabotage Checo because look, they know there's rain coming and they've just pit him. They could have waited a lap. But then it turns out there was no rain. False alarm. They I were going to pit Checo anyway. It was like, yeah, it was, it was a little glimmer of hope of excitement, which would have been unfair on Max rather than anyone else. But obviously we want entertainment, right? So I would have I taken it. I would have taken rain just to see him like fight someone. But, I've not taken it, but then I've, I've had to, uh, also taken that. Okay, Red Bull just messed up on Checo. Checo, yeah. yeah. It was just sweat, you know. It was uh, just sweat inside sweat. his helmet. <laughs> yeah. But then um, he explained it. You know, normally, obviously, they sweat all the races. He yeah. explained it after that. The reason it fell on his helmet was because he had hair out of his balaclava from the loose. start. And it was like, yeah. I was like, how did you, that annoyed you the whole race? How did you not sort it out from the start? But I guess you live and learn. Yeah. Next time you no, know. No, because you can't exactly do anything, innit? But that's no, at that so... time you can't. But then before, if, if, like, you start putting it in properly before. It's like those things when you hear, like, their water wasn't working or something. They didn't have drink for the race. It just puts it into perspective. Like, that was a long, like, couple of hours of driving at high speed. Something. Yeah, exactly. And you may do that. Hmm. Makes it more impressive. Especially because, like, at the end, I thought... He was going to, Checo was going to catch him. And I, I did not know. think Checo was going to catch him. I did. He was like a second because and a half when, a lap. Nah, do you know what it was? Do you know when uh, Checo's engineer said to him, oh, what did he say? Go get him or something. Or whatever he said. Full, oh, yeah, oh, full, oh, full yeah. something now. Let's go, whatever. I was thinking you said it to him too late. That's yeah, like he said that way too late. It's like there's three laps to go. You just said it like at least three more laps before that. Yeah. Then it would least. have been like, okay, let's go. It's like there's nothing to lose. Or what's the, what's the worst going to happen? Ties are going to go. Okay, let's do it. But when he said that, I was just thinking, that's like still quite some time to go. He's not going to catch him. And I was glad he didn't because I needed that George and Lewis on but the But it's podium. crazy. Like, I don't know why they, yeah, why, like you say, they didn't let him push earlier. Because when you look at the standings, like obviously it's 25 points for the winner. Then it drops to 18 points, 15 points, 12 points. The lower you get is really small. So I think between fourth and fifth, if Checo pushed really badly, I think it was about tires. a podium. It's that thing of, obviously when you see two Red Bulls and I'm saying on the podium still, it's that the both the Red Bulls are still up there. Fair. That's why it's like okay, let's get him and points, go for it. He, he wouldn't lose. He would lose two points if he finished fifth instead of fourth. So he could have just tried harder to get that podium. But I think that's where Red Bull are probably like more relaxed. Like they're so clear in the constructors. They don't care about it. Max is so clear, like fifty three points, I think, from Checo. And that's already. from Checo, not even from like okay, another competitive exactly, team. Exactly, exactly, not even from another team. It's wild. But that thing. Oh, we keep saying it. I feel like I'm just repeating myself like a hundred times when I say this. The Red Bull is clear. They're comfortable with everything this year. They know. Everyone knows. I don't know. If you don't know Red Bull's winning the championship this year, get a pin, pop that bubble and come out of it. Yeah. And if you, if you think like me, Checo's the challenger. Checo's not the challenger. Pop that bubble There's well. no challenger right now. Max does not have a challenger right now. And I feel like in Austria, obviously Canada's next, but then in Austria is when it's going to be so clear. Because in Austria, you see the lapping. When a driver laps the second, uh, obviously, yeah. other drivers, you see the lapping a lot more clearer because the track is so small and the cars are spread everywhere. 
Yeah. Here, when Max was lapping, he lapped Charles at one point, right? Yeah. And that was like, okay, well, he's just gone around another extra 10 cars and lapped them. In Austria, I feel like he's going to lap an extra four. So he's probably going to lap everyone, probably. He's probably going to be... Mate, that would be interesting. Not shocking. Just interesting to see how the other teams feel after that. When Max laps... If he laps every single person, he's just <laughs> like, okay. I was going to say he would lap at least the person who's number six. Yeah. Whoever was in position six, I think he's going to come up to that. Because then after, it's like, well, everyone's too close to you anyway. But that's just going to show. Austria is going to show that Red How Bull strong that Red Bull is. Yeah. Is unmatchable. Yeah. Unchallengeable. Even, like, the car's so great. The driver's so great. But anything can happen on a weekend, right? We see like... Alonso and Lewis in their quality laps, they said they made mistakes. Charles, I feel like even Max starts 20th, he's like, it's that thing of, do you know when uh, the Mercedes was so good, like, even if Lewis started last, it's like, okay, you expect he's going to get through the fuel, then through. he's going to cut through and he's going to win the race. Even if Max starts number 20 in Austria, I feel like he's just going to cut through them, just like, well, Literally. I picked you. Well, who's that? Who's next? If you switched Got Max on. and Checo next. in this race, I don't expect Max to be off the podium. If it was Max starting in 12th. Yeah. But it's just it's just weird because everyone is allowed to make a mistake. But it's like Max is the only one that just doesn't make mistakes. Or if he does, but even if he does, just, there, there's enough to actually recover from it. Yeah, he gives himself but, way too much of a buffer. Like he can afford to make any mistakes. Hmm. Like with like going off the track limits, like you said, black and white flag. Oh, I don't mind. I just I just set purple. He second. didn't even know if he was getting warnings until yeah. the warnings came in. When lap. he was on the last warning, he still got fastest lap. So it's like, yeah, I'll take that point as well. Yeah, they said don't risk everything. It was just like, yeah, well. Why not? He was like, yeah, yeah. Literally, why not? <laughs> exactly, because it's like, What's there even to with lose? a penalty. Literally, what is there to lose? Yeah. There's nothing to lose. It's, a, uh, f- uh, it's one point, but... Do you think he enjoys it like this? Or do you think he prefers... Last year I was, was going to say Charles. this. Do you know, it's that thing of... It, it, no, I saw, it's, people say, oh yeah, winning must get boring and stuff. No. Winning does not get boring. What do you want? Just be stressing out. Like, you're already driving... Like, everything you're doing is already so challenging... What, you want another person just coming up and trying to take your position? Yeah. I think especially because he's had two hard years of... Yeah, now it's just like, struggle. it's the comfort of, well, I got this, I'm here, like, it's my race, it's my championship, it's my car, it's me. And we've said so many times, like, these F1 careers go so quick. Yeah. It's, While you've got it, take it, man. Get everything yeah. you can. Don't yeah. look back. Obviously, he must love it. That like, Okay, yeah. Well, the, I, I, I guess the love is that I'm the best right now and I've got the best car. Everything is just working perfect for me. Yeah. What he probably... Is, I don't know. I was trying to think of what he doesn't love there, but... Yeah, I don't know what the, what's there not to like about winning. No. Yeah. Well, you know you get to that really comfortable like Last year when they broke the record of like the most wins in a season. Yeah. Well, this year they're breaking their own record. It feels like it. It feels like they it. They will. They've already got like the most one twos they've ever had. So yeah. as soon as Checo gets back up there... So no, not even him being and Max is gonna if Max does not win every single race this year, it's like okay. Even if you like you can give five to somebody else, five race wins to some other teams, just hand them out like trophies or gifts to other teams. <laughs> he's still gonna win like twenty or eighteen, ninety, whatever the the number is. Damn, even if he wins that match, it's like oh, yeah, that's that. the most in a yeah. Well done, Max. And it's not even that unrealistic. I know it's never been done before. I'm not being unrealistic. I'm saying what it is. This is what's going to happen, I feel like. Not just me. The world feels like this is going to happen. That bubble needs to pop. Whoever thinks Max is not winning that championship or whoever doubts Max in the slightest. Slightest. Slight. Slightest. (laughs) Are we taking that out? No. Whoever doubts Max the slightest, just pop that bubble. Come to reality. Enjoy P2 to P20. Yeah. Because they're quite close. They are, yeah. That is anybody's <laughs> race. That is literally like, forget P1, P220 is anyone's. That's where like it's random every time. You can see who's in 10th. You, you, you can just throw it out on it. It could be Hulkenberg. It could be De Vries. It could be De Vries wouldn't be it, but anyway. De Vries had a really good race. That's only why I said that. <laughs> you can say it, but then I don't think he'll get top 10. Any, like, there's too many other drivers that are like, doing a lot better than him. Mate, I, would not, I wouldn't be super surprised. I was thinking, do you know, if they replace him, who would they replace him with? Yeah, because there's already talk. They're already putting pressure on him, aren't they? This happened, we, we've not spoken of this, but this happened like two, three races ago. They did announce that, okay, if he's not done well by Spain, then like 
they're gonna start looking the, at I don't know if they said it that clearly, but it was just like, yeah, he needs to start doing better by Spain. And I feel like that is a very Alpha Tari thing to say though. They do that a lot. It's like if you're not performing, we're not afraid to let you go. Yeah, but they gave that ultimatum to Yuki last year and it worked out really well. Yuki but that was towards the end of the season. Yeah. That was not really like at this time saying, Okay, well I think mid season will replace you. Yuki's coming from a different background, so they, they gave him more time to get used to Formula One, whereas Nick's got a lot more experience. So they're probably like different timelines. If this not working out well by Yeah, because what, what more would you expect? How much more? There was a lot of talk of Danny Ricardo coming and taking that position because he did go for a seat fitting somewhere. Yes. Not somewhere. <laughs> for a seat fitting in Alphatori. But um, I don't think he'll, uh, they'll give it to Danny Ricardo. I don't think he'll want it. I think he, he's yeah, going to take bad. a big seat. Yeah. Or if it was Yeah, if it was ever an offer, he'd take the big seat. But I feel like they're probably going to bring up one of their reserves or one of their junior drivers. It'd be that. nice to see that there'd be an extra name there, there'd be an extra driver there, like, like somebody to like watch from how they come from the start, yeah. rather than, I don't know, Mazepin, not happening. <laughs> <laughs> that's just me saying the most impossible name I could think of right now. But yeah, that's not gonna happen. But yeah, Dan Tickton might come up. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it'd be nice to see a new driver there, but then, not that I'm saying replace Nick. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's give him a little bit more time. I don't. Uh, we can. We've got all the time in the world. Alpha Tori does not. They want results. And if you haven't got results, see you later. Where do you think like that drive is coming from? Is it because Haas has been really good? I think with Haas has, yeah, Haas has improved and a lot. Hulkenberg. I didn't expect Hulkenberg to be this good, but he's been doing some really good stuff, especially in qualifying and in the race. Do you think like that's putting more pressure on Alpha Tauri? Because they've got more competition now. They've it might from be, it's that thing of, you've got to know who you're racing at. This, uh, this race highlighted it a lot more because it was at the start. Uh, was it the Haas or the Alfa Romeo that changed their tyres and then the other yeah. team just came and followed Probably them in? Straight away. It's that thing of, we see at the top, like Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes, if they do it to each other, we hear it a lot more and see a lot more because... The okay, and, yeah. Like that. But it's that thing of just how the commentators in, on Sky were saying, you got to know your race. Yeah. Okay, Haas is racing... The Alfa Romeo. I feel like the Williams is on its own right now. If it got because they're doing really well. Yeah. I, when I say on its own, I don't mean it's a bottom team. They're doing well in a sense that they could be racing all of those teams. Williams versus Alfa Romeo, Haas, Alfa Tori. Yeah. I wouldn't say Alpine. I wouldn't push it that far yet. No, no, no. But yeah, it's those four teams are like racing each other. But then. It's almost like they're the bottom four teams. That's why they're yeah. against each other. But it's nice that, and then, like you said, they're right close. now McLaren's there with them as well this year, just because of just how bad how are bad McLaren's yeah. are right now. But I guess it won't be like that towards the end of the season or even next year. But we hope, saying that yeah. we don't know what can happen. AlphaTauri's competition this year is just AlphaTauri, I guess, in a sense that where they're going to end up on points because the financial implements. Yeah. Because the financial implementations at the end of the season, depending on how many points you have, is huge for the teams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The constructors makes a big difference. Yeah, so yeah. I guess, I don't know, it's, it is probably that that they're like, okay, well, if Nick is not getting us any points, which he hasn't this year yet. I think he's got one. That huh? means a lot. He had one point like last when year for Australia. Williams. Okay, maybe if, did he finish number 10? No, because Australia had like so many DNFs, right? I feel like he might have. Oh, he might have just. Because like, I think Logan's the only one without a point so far benefited from everybody else's downfall hey you gotta take it where you get it man you do but I think that's why Alphatore is so much more like okay well look Yuki's getting points constantly like where's Nick yeah if you're not gonna like at least give competition at least be up there like it sounds nearly harsh, getting number 10 they were comparing Yuki to Pierre last year as well so that's just it's fair yeah but Pierre is literally in an Alpine he's just gone up so much further yeah definitely it's like, yeah, well, if Pierre is not in like points, it's like, well, what happened there? Did, did, was it a DNF or something big must have happened? So that's why I feel like there's no slack cut in AlphaTauri for Nick especially. Which is good. I like it that way. I do because... Rather that than like Ferrari where you hear nothing. It's just like... I do like it that way as well, but that's just because there's no emotional connection with the driver right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, cut them out, cut them. But then if it was somebody else, I'd be like, no way, like, stop yeah, this team. Like, I this it. team needs to stop. I'd just be criticising the team for making that decision. Though, because Something then, so mean. <laughs> at least I'm saying it out loud, not just saying it in my head and just living in imaginary shins. 
<laughs> do you know sometimes oh my god do you know like right now sometimes i talk like this all like in real life as well by the way like when i chase saying like uh, just like not quotes but i've lost the word for it now sayings or whatever. just like these little things of like little catchphrases and stuff and the other day i was listening to the radio this lady, she, she she said it. I was thinking, oh my goodness, I hope I do not sound like this on the pod. Because she said something like, a bit of chit and a bit of chat. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, that's so cringe, literally. Oh, yeah, thank goodness you said that's cringe. I thought, like, maybe no, you wouldn't write was, that down. But then that literally, that, that's why, do you know, like, right now, I feel like it's happened the most this episode, because when I'm saying stuff, I'm, like, holding myself back. That's why my words are, like, being cut off a little bit halfway, because I'm like, oh my God, that lady's in my head right now. I'm like, wow, she did that. So Don't let me not guy. sound like that. So that's I'm going to try stop saying all these catchphrases and stuff so often. But in real life, when I say it, it just rolls off the tongue. I'm uh, like, if you say so. <laughs> it does, because I know it does. But on the pod, because it's like, yeah, it's different on the pod, mate. Like sometimes, wow. That's what I was just thinking. I hope I do not sound like that lady. And that's why this <laughs> episode, I'm just like holding back from saying so many catchphrases or I don't know. We live and we learn. <laughs> and there's another one. <laughs> I did not mean it like that. <laughs> That's crazy. Wow, that is... Um, okay, I'm going to try... I'm no, don't. Gonna... It's fine. We'll do like a counter of like how many times you can say it in an episode. Next, from next episode. We can maybe next do that, time, but yeah. I don't know, maybe... I was not going to say another one there, but I think <laughs> this just calls for the end of the episode and we should stop there because... <laughs> I'm literally just thinking like they're all lady, gonna come to your head. That now. lady's coming to my head right now, and I'm just thinking, wow, that was cringe. Let me just stop saying stuff, and that's why, like, just holding back a bit. When you try to stop it as well, that's when they keep coming. Yeah. And then you mess them up more. Yeah. And then afterwards, you're just sitting there thinking, yeah, What's I messed up. Me? Why did I? Why was I like saying so much more? Why was I messing them up? Like normally I don't. But that's it. It's a struggle. Everyone's got their own struggle. <laughs> I'm just gonna try saying bye right now, <laughs> and that's it. Uh, thanks for listening.